0: Well, hello, I am Matt Williamson. This episode is brought to you by Live Casino. Folks, it's all going down at the FanDuel Sportsbook and Lounge at Live Casino, where you can get in on all the action this football season. Bet on your teams with a sportsbook rep or at our self-service kiosks, and then jump into the stadium on our giant 40-foot video wall. How's that for a touchdown? Join your friends at Live Casino Pittsburgh, Route 30 at the Westmoreland Mall, Bet, watch, and win. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Dig right in here. It's the final pod of the week. We're going to do a bunch of general stuff between these two teams and then some matchups I'm looking for. It's going to be a tough drag out battle, as you can expect. It's going to be very typical Raven Steelers. <laughs> Points and first downs are going to be hard to come by. But here's what I got. At 10-5, the Ravens are currently in second place in the AFC North. Pittsburgh's in third at 7-8. Ravens are 3-1 against divisional foes compared to 1-3 for Pittsburgh. Baltimore is also 7-3 in the conference compared to 3-7 for the Steelers within the AFC. That's what's killing the Steelers. The tiebreakers in the AFC are brutal. 3-7 within the conference is rough. Uh, The Steelers are 4-4 on the road this year, and Baltimore has won five of their seven home contests. The Steelers have a two-game winning streak and have won four of their last five. With that only loss coming to Baltimore, as you know, the Ravens have won three of their past five. Uh, Ravens' offense averages 5.5 yards per play compared to 4.9 by Pittsburgh's offense. But over their most recent three games, both both offenses average 5.4 yards every time they snap the football, which is quite good. Um, defensively, only the Niners and Titans are better than Baltimore's 3.8 yards per play allowed. The same number they have allowed over the last three games. They're good. They're staying good. They're getting better on that side of the ball, if anything. Steelers aren't much different though. Um, their Steelers are 4.0 yards per play. Fourth best for the season. That might shock some people. 3.8 over their last three. Same as Baltimore. Steelers D has been very good. Turnover stuff's really interesting. Steelers are plus two. Baltimore's plus eight, which is third best in the league. Ravens have one, have the fourth most takeaways with 24. Uh, with three more interceptions last week, though, Pittsburgh's defense leads the NFL with 17 interceptions. Baltimore's 14, though, which is fifth. Uh, the Ravens have taken the ball away via fumble 10 times, though, compared to just three by Pittsburgh, which remains the lowest in the league. The only teams that have forced fewer fumbles in Pittsburgh are the Falcons, Panthers, and Commanders but only teams that have lost fewer fumbles than the Steelers. Only two teams have lost fewer fumbles than the Steelers. Um, And just two teams have turned the ball over less than the Ravens overall. Uh, The Ravens opponents produce 63.2 more passing yards per game than Baltimore, but the Ravens outrush their opponents by seventy-eight and a half yards per game. Shouldn't shock anybody. I suppose. I assume. Um, Strong. the Ravens convert 42.1% of their third down attempts, but their opponents have only converted 325 of their attempts this year against Baltimore. Pittsburgh is 6-2 this year in games played with TJ Watt. They have held six of the past seven opponents to 17 points or less with Watt in the lineup. The Ravens offense begins their drive with the seventh best average starting field position. Pittsburgh's offense is 27th. Baltimore's defense begins drives with the 10th best starting field position, while the Steelers defense starts their average drive in a better location on the field than only the Rams, Bucks, Cards, and Jets. So Steelers D is always in a bind to start drives, compared to the rest of the league and throughout the course of the year. I think that's noteworthy. So since trading for Roquan Smith at the deadline, the Ravens are allowing just 284.4 yards per game. That is best in the league during that t- that's third best in the league during that time frame. But best during that stretch is the Steelers at 272.7. If you look at EPA per drive, no defense has improved more than the Ravens during the second half of the season. In weeks 1 to 8 they were ranked 27th. Um, from Weeks 9 on, Baltimore is third. However, however, over that same stretch, Steelers' defense went from 21st to the first eight weeks, from 6th to nine, Week 9 on. So, tail of two seasons for both these defenses. Um, Baltimore scored a touchdown on 9.7% of their drives since returning from their Week 11 bye. That's the lowest rate in the league. Also, during that span, the Ravens' defense has allowed a touchdown on 10.2% of their opponents' drives, also the lowest rate in the league. Low-scoring games. Uh, Last nugget here, since John Harbaugh became the Ravens' head coach in 2008, these teams have met 27 times, or 29 times. 23 of those 29 have been decided by one score. 17 of them have been decided by three points or fewer well more than half have been three-point games since Harbaugh arrived. I absolutely think that's going to be the case in this one, too. I do not expect points. I do not expect either team to go, you know, run away from the other. I'm going to take my break, and then we will be back to talk about a couple individual matchups. All right, when the Ravens have the ball, it's going to be Huntley. It's not going to be Lamar. I assume you're going to see run it back exactly the same from a couple weeks ago. And they used an incredible, an incredibly high number of 22 personnel. A back, a fullback, Ricard, who actually played more snaps last week than even he did against the Steelers. Two tight ends and some random wide receiver. I mean, their wide receivers. Hardly play. And they're rotating three guys, and they're not even hiding it at this point. They are putting out beef, 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 tight ends, fullbacks, blockers, and pounding you. So what do the Steelers do against that? This, much like the Ravens game, could be a game where you only see one corner, you know, Sutton out there a high percentage of the time. I would think you see a lot of three safety sets, assuming Edmonds is ready to roll. Are you going to see like a 4-4 stack or even a 5-3 stack, you know, with your front five, nose, two defensive linemen on the other side of them, two edge guys, and then Splane, Bush, and Jack out there? So I think you're just getting all your big people out on the field on both sides of the ball when the Ravens have the ball. Do they even really use their wide receivers? Are the Steelers super aggressive? And just leave a corner on the one receiver just totally on an island, uh, hardly with any safety support. Curious how aggressive the Steelers are with their coverage schemes. Just boom, cover zero. Huntley, if you can beat us downfield, give us a try with a not-so-great receiver. We might see some of that. I absolutely think they will blitz him a ton on passing downs. The Ravens, are they get blitzed more than anybody. And he's got to make quick decisions and get it to receivers that aren't real experienced or, you know, haven't played with him a lot. They don't pick up the blitz particularly well. But I also think you want this guy throwing from the pocket. He's not nearly as dangerous a runner as his reputation implies or close to Lamar, but he's a good runner, of course. I want him in the pocket throwing the football. Um, The Steelers have the ball. How patient will they be with the run game? I mean... Everybody abandons the run against the Ravens. I mean, they're the least run-on team in the league because they're a phenomenal run defense and people just give it up. So, will the Steelers do that if this game is 3 nothing at the half? I mean, are they still going to keep running and running and running? You know the Ravens are. I'm just curious how that'll go. Um, so, along those lines, can Will Pickett win this game for you? You know, I mean, can he muster some drives through the air. And again, first downs going to be hard to come by. Uh, I don't know what the over-under is, but I know it's incredibly low, and I still would probably go under. Um, can pick it, though, put together drives or two or three drives through the air, picking on what you're going to get here. you know. And they picked on Humphreys, who's a really, really good corner with success. They had some success with their go balls down the sidelines last time. I want to see more Friarmouth in this game, but that also led to Trubisky picks. I mean, Roquan and Queen and Hamilton and, them, and their safeties, their middle of the field defense is high pedigree, athletic dudes that are really good players. This is a troubling defense to play against. So Pickett's going to have to be smart yet aggressive. He's going to have to win with his arm. Um, <laughs> again, I, I can't say much about either offense in any confidence at this point because the matchups are brutal. Steelers have better offensive personnel, maybe O-line aside, and the Ravens do have a good O-line. But, uh, I mean, their quarterback, I definitely give the Steelers a big quarterback edge, no question about it. But I'm the more I watch the Ravens D, I'm having a hard time finding spots to – really pick on them, to be honest with you. So, that's a wrap. Uh, I will get back to you as soon after the game as possible, as night game makes it a little more difficult, but I'm sure we'll manage. (laughs) Looking forward to it, though. Good stuff. Um, Have a good one, over and out.